You are listening to PLV Radio Network. Join us in celebrating all of life's possibilities with inspirational, illuminating and insightful talk shows. Good morning, good afternoon and good evening everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Positive Living Vibrations with me, your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today, a local gentleman. Thank goodness for a change. I have somebody that lives around the corner. We have Daryl here, and Daryl is a cartoonist. Um, what is that? That's those caricatures that you see of famous people or, you know, regular people out there. And the beauty of it is, is that you can really have a great deal of fun with this. Daryl, who has been doing this for only six years, came into his calling, then has always wanted to draw, has always enjoyed drawing, but of course life took him down a different direction, that of responsibility, but eventually the art called him back and now is booked non-stop for live events and um, even zombie uh, caricatures, which I think is wonderful. Have a zombie party and have everybody do have the zombie caricature done. Uh, celebrities and portraits. And although I do not want them listening to this, I actually um, commissioned him to do a portrait of my three kids for Christmas. And he has done a magnificent job. I'm not going to put it up for this posting because I don't want them to see it. But when I repost the show, I will be putting that post uh, that picture up there for you to see. What a fantastic job he's done in capturing their true essence but in a wonderful fun way so let's uh, find out how Daryl took this journey and why he went in this direction um, that of this type of art genre and uh, let's have some fun with it so welcome to the show Daryl Hi, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Um, I know it's a very busy time for you with Christmas coming up, and you're probably pretty inundated with uh, with orders at the present moment. So thank you for taking the time out for us right now. Well, you're welcome. So let's go back a little bit. Um, this wasn't your first career choice, was it? No, um, it was uh, my first career choice was uh, the railway, and. Uh, I was planning on going to art school, but uh, certain circumstances, uh, raising a family and having to um, support them, uh, made me work on the railway for probably about 23 years. All right. And so, you know, responsibility, obviously, always, you know, when you've got mouths to feed, right? But um, um, you've honored your passion now. So how, you know, how did that redirect come along? What was it that called you and said, no, I really have to have to go down this path now? Well, that that's always was was there. Um, I've been drawing since as long as I can remember, and I've always wanted to make it my career. And um, even when I was working on the railway, I, I was working as a freelance cartoonist, um, more like a hobby, but I was getting paid for it. And it just kept um, it was just kept brewing in the back of my mind that I wanted wanted to do this. I've always been fascinated with caricatures, and I've always drawn caricatures. But I never did it uh, for money, and I did it in front of a live crowd because I was so nervous about it. So there was uh, the nervousness to get over about drawing in front of people. Um, mm. But once I committed myself to that and um, decided that this is the journey I wanted to take, well, I, I jumped in with both feet. 
And, you know, once you get going with anything, right, you gain your confidence, you get into your flow and the the actual passion of what you're doing uh, you know, overtakes and then you know, the fear leaves, doesn't it? Yes, yes. So, I mean, yeah, and I'm looking and even you look at your homepage and you see all the characters that you've got up there. I love Arnold in the shorts and um, you've got our dear old Robin Williams. And, um, you know, it must be a great deal of fun. Do you have any particular favorite type of um, people that you like to draw? Um, no, not really. It's, I, I sort of just, um, when I'm bored... Uh, which isn't very often. I just sort of Google celebrities. I Google um, drawings that other character artists have done just to sort of give me inspiration on what type of uh, drawing I want to do and who I might want to draw. So it's all fairly random when it comes to celebrities. Now, have you done the one of Kim Kardashian in her latest pose yet? Uh, no, I don't think I have enough ink to come out. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> No, I haven't done Kim Kardashian yet. That's, that's a good one, but it would be it probably be a view from behind kind of drawing. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And as you did, take a lot of paper. <laughs> so you know, you catch uh, the live events, which of course you had to you had to give the courage to. And you know, it's it, I know what it's like. You know, getting up and speaking in front of people. Once you actually get into the flow, you know, you forget the kind of they're there, and you're just you know, in tuned. Um, but I can imagine it'd be quite intimidating getting into an, a live event, especially that first one. Um, can you remember the experience? Oh, yes. Um, oh, boy, was I nervous. Um, but um, it went well. And people were saying, oh, you're an amazing artist, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. But I was so nervous. And at the end of it, I think I drew for four and a half hours, I was shaking. Uh-huh. And and I said to my wife, I am never doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> and and how... lo and behold, a couple of years later, I started doing it uh, as my career. Right, exactly. Well, when you know when it is your calling, right? It's your calling, and you have to follow that path, um, and you can't deny it. And you know, the, I think what people look at, you know, when they look at car- you know caricatures, that it's it's um, oh, it looks so easy. But really, it isn't because you really have to capture the essence of a person. Um, you know, you really have to honor the way they look, but at the same time, make a little fun of them um, without it looking demeaning. So it's actually kind of a fine line there, isn't there? Oh, yes, definitely. Yes. It's uh, definitely uh, easier to draw the men than it is to draw the females. Uh, I can be a little bit more um, exaggerating um, with the men, but with the females, it's. Um, you you have to exaggerate certain features, but you have to uh, be, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Mindful. <laughs> mindful of uh, how a woman perceives herself. Yes. So it's uh, a friend of mine who does cartoons. He calls his, his business cruelty-free cartoons. And uh, it's a good, it's not the greatest business name, but it's uh, a good um, description of what uh, we do. I'm looking at your your celebrity page here, and of course you've got Audrey Hepburn here, and you've captured her beautifully. And uh, but you know I love Arnold. Uh, um, um, no, not uh, Sylvester Sylvester Stallone. You've really captured him there. Captured him there, and um, uh, Steven Spielberg, and you know uh, Howard Stern, of course. You know, <laughs> and I love what you've done with Tom Cruise. Um, really funny and you know it's again one can immediately recognize these people you know with that we know it's them but you've just kind of 
you know, taken, I don't want to say taken the mickey out of them, but made light of them. And, you know, I would imagine even for them, with the, all the trillions of pictures that get taken of them, that something like this would be kind of rather refreshing for them. Well, it's um, there's a lot of people out there that draw what uh, we in the industry call fan art, um, and they try and send it to them on Twitter and stuff. So I'm sure they never really get to see that stuff, because when you're a celebrity like that, you just get inundated with uh, stuff like that. So it, it's done just for fun. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and it kind of gives people the idea of that. You know, if you see that, then you know you know how you can capture somebody. So. Um, you know, I'm looking at your uh, realistic portraits now of of people and pets. Now, you know, people think that pets are easy to do, but they're not really, are they? Uh, well, not really. It's it's hard, easier to, to draw a realistic drawing of a pet than it is to draw a caricature of a pet. Um, because uh, even though pets have personality, you're, you're drawing what characteristics are more to that breed um, than the actual dog itself. So it's easier to capture uh, a caricature of a dog with a realistic um, illustration more than a caricature. Yes. Though I'd be interested to see what Grumpy Cat looks like. (laughs) (laughs) I think you could have some fun with that one. Um, uh, You know, my daughter's very much into art, and uh, she's kind of a mixture. I wouldn't say kind of cartoonist. It's almost like comic book art. um, And uh, kind of we call it psycho art uh, because of all of her... People may have voluptuous body, but only a mouth, and um, you know, and, and it's expression art, you know, speak art, um, and she has a, a what I call a flathead theme. She's never been able to round the head, so now it's become her thing, her shtick, you know, the flat head. Have you got mm-hmm. something in you know in your art that's your little quirk, that you know is always your little signature, or just something that you always do? Oh, it's it's very simple. It's uh, any time I. Um sign or uh, put someone's name on a drawing or whenever I write out a comic style um, text um, everything is usually capitalized except the letter I oh, okay so it's very simple but that's what I do so why uh, why do the I out I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I just uh, it just seemed kind of a quirky thing and something that a lot of people won't notice but I'll always notice right so it's your little thing there so, you know, you can do the individual and do the characters there, but um, you can also do, you know, like a storyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, do you do a storyboard, you know, of stories? Have you worked with, uh, you know, children's novelists, um, you know, doing their stories for them, you know, in books? Have you reached out that way? Um, I've always been interested in that, and I did some work for some uh, students at UBC when they were in writing classes, but I've never illustrated a book from start to finish i've done book covers and i've uh, done illustrations spot illustrations for um novelists but uh, never illustrated a full children's book okay well i may have somebody and she lives in maple ridge so we will talk (laughs) (laughs) um and because you know i think that's the thing uh, uh, somebody may have um the words but you know especially if it's children's books pictures you know need to be with the words for the words to be understood mm-hmm. um and so you know having that art and of course with with you know caricature type art you could really have fun with a character mm-hmm. and really define a character more than you could as if it was just kind of the straight art so and imagine that it would be really creative oh very very 
and lots of fun to draw. Exactly, exactly. So um, you do the live events and, uh, you know, you've <laughs> the zombie uh, characters here, uh, which, of course, you know, zombie um, uh, Walking Dead is the number one TV show out there right now. And, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, the, I think must be the envy of anybody who works in, um, you know, the, um, oh, I've lost the wording there, you know, the art, the face painting and all of that uh, stuff, you know, because they really know how to push the, the boundary there. And, what, and each week they have to come up with something even more gruesome or more creative. And oh, yeah. uh, so it must be, you know, from that perspective, you know, an absolute dream. Um, and, you know, looking at what you've done here, you've really gone to town with some of these people. and It's a lot of fun. Um, is is that kind of an inspiration, seeing something like that and kind of that, you know, freedom to kind of really go bizarre? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, uh, I do a lot of um, abstract doodling and stuff like that. So, and uh, I don't usually post those online, um, but um, the closest thing I get to that is my zombie caricatures. <laughs> it's uh, it's a lot of fun, and um, I've got my PVR set to uh, tape um, The Walking Dead tonight. Yes, yes, me too. <laughs> yeah. I've become quite obsessed with it, which my kids love. Uh, my son and I are both into it. Then we discuss the show. And uh, I never thought I'd be into zombie movies at all. But there's just something about it that um, is the human story. And so mm-hmm. it's it's really quite fascinating. And, and also the enormous respect each week for you know, a different looking type of zombie, like the ones last week, you know, melted into the street and mm-hmm. uh, the creativity of it. So, I mean, art, there is no restriction, is there? It's, no. you know, it's it's not limited at all, maybe by what is needed in the moment, but really art is, is an opinion. Um, it's a point of view, a perspective. And so it's limitless in what you can uh, do. Oh, art is everywhere in life. Everything you see is designed by an artist at, at some point. Um, it's uh, it's a great career for any young person to get into. Yes, and having a daughter that's getting into it, uh, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> but it is a it's an you know we talk about music being you know um, you know a, a musical poetry and speaking to our times, but so does art. It very much reflects on what's going on in our society and how we feel about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if there was a question there. So <laughs> Just an opinion. Uh, I agree with that statement. Great. Well, and so do you, you know, I mean, character to yours is your thing, but, you know, do you do uh, straight art as well? I mean, do you find yourself landscaping or, you know? Drawing oh, yes. something I, that kind of captures that moment? Yes, I hope to have more time in the future to do more painting. Uh, I enjoy painting. Uh, painting is a struggle for me because I don't do it very often, um, but uh, I enjoy it. Um, I do stone carving. I have a stone carving room set up in my studio. Uh, you have yet to find enough time to devote uh, a lot of time to it to develop that part of my art, but uh, I thoroughly enjoy it. My dad was a stone carver. And, um, oh, yeah, I, I will. I have art supplies coming out of my yin yang. I have so many <laughs> ideas of things I want to do as soon as I get some free time. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I'm just so busy right now. Well, I noticed the season for that. And, you know, it's it's a wonderful gift to give. You know, like, you know, I had my three kids 
And it's like, what do I give them that's something that's memorable, um, you know, that's fun? And, you know, having it with the three of them in the picture um, and the way you've captured them along with, you know, with what um, interests them. Uh, you know, it's it's just absolutely, I mean, it really, you really have captured who they are. And I think it's such a fun thing because it's it's kind of, in a sense, timeless, it's not like, well, that was taken, that picture, my hair is out of date. It's something that could be up there on the wall forever, capturing, you know, that that brother and sisterhood, which I think is wonderful. Yes. Oh, um, it's I have uh, the most enjoyment uh, uh, hearing comments from people like that. Um, when I do a family character, a character of a loved one uh, for a birthday, for a retirement, for whatever, and the comments I get back from people are quite... Uh, um, unexpected sometimes how uh, how much they connect with the drawing. You know, I, I mean, I could just so many ideas here. I mean, you know, uh, uh, a bride and groom they, again, they're going to have trillions of pictures of them, and you know, in serious moments. And you know, imagine taking, you know, a caricature of their wedding day. You know, and, and making fun of it and having light of it. And um, you know, the same with somebody's mark of a 40th or a 60th or a 70th you know um again it's what do you get them that's unique that's different that's fun that's something they're going to look at every time and have a smile but you know oh, yeah. and you know i think these type of things is because it's not so in the box it's out of the box and it's fun it, it lifts your spirit up so i mm-hmm. think these are wonderful gifts to give people Oh, sometimes uh, people are contacting me and they have no idea of what they want to do. They know there was this uh, one girl, she wanted a drawing done for her parents' 40th wedding anniversary. Something to do with PNE because they grew up near the PNE mm-hmm. and they went to the PNE every year. So, But she didn't really know what to do, but she also wanted to incorporate some old-time photographs that they had. So in the end, I came up with uh, uh, the uh, couple sort of... Uh, clinging to each other, uh, hugging each other, in front of an old-time photography booth with uh, caricatures of their old uh, uh, photos from when they got married or when they were before they got married, when they were in sports, and also had all the uh, rides in the background and stuff like that. Plus, I had the design for their the napkin for their wedding was um, coming out of the back pocket of the uh, the lady, uh, and. Um, all these little things that represented their life and threw it into one picture. How wonderful. Yeah, and um, once I gave her an idea of what the drawing might look like by giving her a draft, and then suddenly her ideas just came flowing out. What did she want? What did she want in the drawing? What did she want over here? What did she want over there? So when she did give it to her parents, uh, they fully connected with it. And kind of the, the life story right there. I mean, yeah, so it's compressed into 11 by 14 piece of paper. Uh-huh. And, and you know, that's a beautiful thing to do because it's, um, you know, an album is great, but you've got to sit down and look through the album. This is something as they're walking down the hallway, they see the picture and it, and each time they see it, there's another little memory sparked there. And I think that's a beautiful gift to give people. Oh, yes. Um, one lady that uh, commissioned me to do a drawing of her best friend for her 50th birthday, uh, the comment she got was, this is the best present I've ever gotten. And, you know, that just makes me smile. Yes, yes. And I think that's because it's, again, it's it's kind of making light of something. It's, you know, having fun with something. It's, you know, you can't help but kind of sled it. You know, we all take ourselves too seriously. <clears throat> and, 
we're also very, very critical of any pictures taken of us. So, you know, having a caricature picture to, uh, of you is, it doesn't matter if you look flawed, you know, you're meant to. <laughs> and I think, and I think it's kind of something that is, you know, more acceptable, especially amongst women, as you said, we can be very, very critical of the way that we look. Um, and so I think it kind of can capture us even more, especially if you kind of superwoman us and mm-hmm. give us some curves that we do want and take away the curves we don't want. <laughs> <laughs> so our alter ego comes out in the picture. So yeah, again, again, like you said before, it's a fine line. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a fine line. Yes, it's, uh, we don't want a D cup if they're an A cup, but it might be, it might have been a wish. Yes. <clears throat> so I mean, that's again, you, you know, if you, if you are having a birthday or, or retirement or something like that, and you really want to make fun. You know, uh, you really can go to town and in that respectful way, but really kind of really step out of that box there and have some fun with it because it is you know having a laugh and so it's it, you can really go you know you can go a little crazy on that but I think what a wonderful time it's a thing to do as well you know people are so forgotten I mean the, the statistics of people that retire and then die very quickly because they're not living in a purpose anymore I think if you could send them off with a laugh you might kind of help them find another pathway of purpose um, well, I never thought of it that way, but that's uh, that's quite a nice way to think about it. Well, you know, so many people kind of like, well, what do I do now? And mm-hmm. uh, if there's something up there to remind them of the value that was placed on them, might give them more incentive to seek that value elsewhere doing something else. <coughs> Instead of thinking they're going to play a round of golf every day. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing that, that I see uh, these paintings that people started after they retired, they're looking for a hobby to do, yeah. so they take up painting. And sometimes it's amazing, uh, the uh, talent that's been hidden for all those years. Yes. Again, you know, family, duty, responsibility, uh, probably never encouraged in them because uh, dreams were not encouraged. They were suppressed. You know, you've got to do the duty. Um mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of people with hidden talents, and it's wonderful. It's why you see an awful lot of authors writing late in life. And, um, you know, and and really, why haven't you been writing all your life? But there again, it's the life experience that really refines people to be able to see things from a different way. So um, do you teach any of this, or you just don't have time for any of that yet? Uh, I have no time for that. <laughs> but, uh, I have thought about... Um... You know, as part of a, a marketing myself is uh, providing drawing lessons on YouTube for children, and that's something I want to explore in the new year. Um, like just videos about how to draw certain characters, no charges, just put it out there for free. Uh, it's something I want to do. Uh, whether or not I have the time to devote to that, I'll find out. But, right. Uh, well, as you said, if you're going to put it up to, in, a, in a video, then that's something once up is, is repeated. And, you know, I think if we encourage kids to draw more, I think you would see the things that get bottled up inside of them will come out. And we know that when we spend an emotion, you know, we can free that emotion. And also art reflects back a lot of what's going on emotionally within someone. Oh, yes, Definitely. So having, you know, teaching kids and, and also that it doesn't have to be perfect art. Um, I was very much of an abstract artist. Um, you know, I did elephants walking tightropes um, in wax and, you know, peculiarly and bizarre things. I wonder where my daughter got it from. 
And, you know, for me, it was never to be the perfect artist. It was just the way I saw things more was kind of more bizarre. And so it's, a, I think today, perhaps even more so, we're giving permission for people to um, go bizarre and not have to paint within the lines, so to speak. The painting within the lines is boring yeah, where's the expression in that? That's somebody else's line. It's not yours. Define your own line. <laughs> I follow a lot of uh, young artists on Instagram, and it's it's nice to see uh, as they develop. Um, There's this one girl I started to follow. When, uh, well, she started to follow me, and in turn I started to follow her uh, when she was, I think, uh, in grade 12. Or uh, she lives in New Zealand. And uh, she likes to post her art, and then she posted about her herself going to art school. So I've seen the journey over the last couple of years of uh, where she was when she was in high school, and where she's gotten to after uh, a year and a half or so in art school. And it's quite fascinating. And it's quite nice to watch that sort of thing. My my own daughter would love to take some art lessons but what she's worried about is them trying to change what she is and what she does she just wants to have a little more structure and understanding so that what she does she can refine and um, so she's worried about going to art school um, and be made to do it by somebody else's understanding as opposed to somebody embracing what she does and you know you know defining it more I think most of the experience of experiences I've heard from people that went to art school was uh, exactly what um, she's um, exactly the opposite of what she's fearing. It's, I've always heard that they um, they definitely want you to explore your own creativity, and they just want to help you along with the uh, journey. Well, maybe she will. I know she's looking at journalism as well, so the two arts might come together. Um, and that's the thing is that, you know, I think we have to also understand is uh, we change as we grow. You know, you've always done art, but did you always do caricature? You know, like as life, as we learn about life, we start exploring different avenues and different things come out of us. Um, and that's, you know, ref a reflection of our journey. Oh, definitely. Um, it, my my um, idea of what I do shifts all the time. Uh, I started out, all I wanted to do was to become a comic book artist. That's all I wanted to do when I was younger. And, um, you know, I could have pursued that, but uh, that's a lot of work, and it's hard to break into something like that. So it was um, cartooning for T-shirts and stuff like that, which got me into the business, and then developing it into uh, this caricature business, which uh, is uh, really starting to take off now. Yes. Yeah, because it has so many avenues. I mean... Oh, definitely. You... But in two years from now, I might be doing something completely different. It, You know, once you can draw, it, it, there's no limit to where you can take it. Yeah. I mean, I might go into something totally different. Like you said, children's book illustration. Yes. Suddenly there might be a, a, an author out there that wants me to do some drawings for them for their book, and suddenly that book takes off, and then suddenly I change, shift from being a caricature artist to a children's books uh, illustrator. Yes. <laughs> Anything can happen. Yeah. And even combining all of them. That's the whole thing. Is them, It's being open, isn't it? I mean, mm -hmm. as long as you're following your art, that's your most important thing. Um, right. But, but also you have to have the flexibility to go with the flow. Yeah. 
of what is needed today because you know uh, caricature is actually a wonderful thing right now and I can see it being around for quite a while but uh, you mean, and then it will get to a saturation point uh, where something else will come up um, and become the new idea as it always is um, that's progress and you know how much find today um, technology you know advancing art or perhaps misconstruing art you know from the purity of art today the digital you know pads etc it's it's only a tool it's only a tool for someone to express themselves with just like a a pen and paper Uh, i don't think it's a detriment at all uh it's if a person's not creative with a computer they're not going to be creative with paper and vice uh and you know vice versa um if they're not creative with paper they're not going to be more creative using a computer a computer doesn't define the art. It just it's a tool that an artist uses. And do you have any preference of what you like to use? Um, well, I've really gotten into the digital because when I do the drawings for people, if I get commissioned, I can show them uh, pretty well a finished drawing uh, for their draft, and then they can decide on the changes. And the changes are so simple within the digital form as if I had drawn the, the drawing by hand on paper, I'd have to redraw the whole drawing again. Mm-hmm. But with the digital form, I can go in and change it up uh, quite easily to uh, their specifications or the changes or their when I show them the first drawing, their creativity comes through and they want something added. It's so much simpler. And a lot of times, people don't even know it's a digital drawing. When I give it to them, they say, oh, I didn't know it was a digital drawing. Uh-huh. I, thought you, I thought you did these on paper. Right. So this um, technology has gotten so well that, yes. uh, I mean, you can actually even create, uh, replicate paint strokes on a, a digital platform. Uh, you would think it was a, a paint stroke, like uh, with the the depth and the lines of uh, what a, a paintbrush would create with a thick acrylic paint or a thick oil paint. You can actually get that effect on um, digitally. Through uh, programs like Corel Painter, it's just fascinating stuff that they can do. The other thing, of course, is is um, color. With the digital, you can really kind of capture, you know, more vibrance and, and a real broad stream of color, can't you? Yes, and if you make a mistake, you can delete it and start over again if you didn't get the color right. Exactly, exactly. Well, that doesn't match. I'm going to try a different color over here. That's right. Yeah, you yeah. can change it and uh, using the layers. Within a software program, you can delete one section without affecting the rest of the artwork. Right. Exactly. Um, you do live events and things like this. That when, it, when you're going to a wedding, are you capturing the people kind of at the wedding, or you know, the bride and groom? You know, what are are you just in the background doing this? You know, what what do you do? What's your your shtick well, when you go to a wedding? It's it's pretty well different. Um, a lot of times, I meet with the bride and groom beforehand. A lot of times I meet the bride and groom the day of the uh, the wedding. Uh, it's uh, Sometimes it's the mother of the bride that uh, commissions me. Sometimes it's an event planner. Sometimes I'm the focal point uh, of an event because I'm entertainment, and sometimes I'm put off into the corner with a smaller display because they just want you there as an addition, but they don't want you to take away from the uh, event. So every single wedding I do is different. It's um, and uh, but one thing's for sure, it always takes 
a few minutes for that first person to get up there to get the drawing done. But once that first person gets the drawing done and people see that I'm not making fun of people, yes. I'm actually exposing their uh, their best side, not their worst side. The so fun side. The lineup uh, just grows, and it's just it's nonstop till the end of the night. Yes. But that's true of every event I've done. It's it's always a slow start within the first 15 minutes. But after that, I'm pretty well, I don't stop drawing till it ends and that sometimes that's seven and a half to eight hours wow yes that's quite a, <laughs> that could be quite exhausting you must be going borderline by the end of that no no it's fun it's 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 not a job it's just fun right i mean the only part that's a job is setting and taking down yeah everything else is just fun I used to be a DJ. We were the first mobile discotheque in South Africa and uh, the setting up because we had the turntables and we had the speakers that were like, you know, the height of a door and the width and the weight. And so setting up and taking down was not fun. But my boy, did we have fun at the parties, you know, creating the setting for which people to, to party along to and have fun. And so, yes, it, it can be a lot of fun to be, you know, part of that, um, that setting where you're winning out the joy in an event. Oh, definitely. Because then everybody starts discussing their picture and having fun and the laughter is around there. and the, You know, it just sends out that lovely vibration that goes out for everybody. Oh, yes. I had one event planner say to me, uh, and I'm sure he saw lots of character artists before, but he had never saw a digital character artist. Uh, when the, you're doing the drawing, it's projected live for everybody else to see, so it's entertainment even for people that, uh, even if they don't want to be drawn. Right. And, and he said to me, he goes, I didn't realize this was so entertaining. I've never seen anything this entertaining. Because uh, as soon as I started drawing people, everybody's around because they, they don't have to stand behind me and look at the small space I'm drawing yeah. on. They can look on the screen that I'm projecting on or the TV that I'm displaying on. And it just brings everybody around. And uh, the comments I hear is quite funny. People start making jokes, and it's quite funny. You hear the same jokes every day, every time. But... <laughs> But, you know, they they think it's the first time somebody said it, so it's quite funny, actually. And um, it really, it's it's a lot of fun. It's uh, it's People don't really understand it until they see it. Yes. Yes. And, you know, I mean, you know, it must be really hard nowadays, you know, weddings to do something different. And, you know, a lot of the time it's just people kind of, you know, sitting around and eating and they're not mulling around and or they're getting up and dancing. You know, it's hard to kind of make a wedding kind of fun. You know, a lot yeah. of it is just sitting there, you know, waiting. Um, so having something like this where it lightens up the mood, um, you know, lightens up the whole situation. It can make, as you say, respectful fun of people as mm-hmm. a character has been done, you know, and it's, you know, something that uh, just can kind of really unite people and lift up, you know, that whole vibration in there uh, and everybody going away having had a good time. Oh, yeah, it's lots of fun, lots of fun. So it the same... Tur- definitely turns the mundane wedding into something a little bit more entertaining. Yeah, and I suppose the same with birthday parties. Uh, you do the same type of setup. Yeah, yeah, surprisingly, I don't do a lot of birthday parties. Um, it's, uh, it's, I've been asked to do birthday parties, but a lot of times, uh, people only want me there for a couple hours and, uh, it's really not cost effective for a, a child's birthday party, but if it was a larger event, um, and then I stay there for longer periods of time, which is cheaper for, uh, them to hire me for a longer period of time than it is for a shorter period of yes. time. So I find I really don't do a lot of, um, kids' birthday parties and stuff like that. Right. Um, 
but the uh, birthday parties for uh, that they have a they go on for hours and they hire a hall and it's a big event uh, it's more suited for something like that yeah i mean you know i'd imagine that this is actually great for graduation uh, a graduation party um, or even having you you know at the graduation uh, you know in america they do the kind of the dance in the school here um you know all the graduations are done in pretty well hotels and it'd be great to have you there doing the you know the caricature of the of the grads i would have thought that would be yeah that's one of my busiest times of the year from the uh, middle of may till the end of june i've usually got two my grads um booked every week so i basically succumb to the fact that i'm going to be up till five o'clock in the morning uh, pretty well three days a week uh during that time frame yeah, but when we gain, what a memory, you know, oh, that they're taking away, and especially if you can do group ones with friends and things, I mean, I think that, you know, I can imagine, I know my kids would have loved it, um, yeah. because, you know, just, it's something to take home that's just capturing a moment, because I remember, you know, at my son's grad, we went to someone's house that was hosting the pre-grad you know, for the photographs and all of that, and like, some of the girls were wearing dresses that were like great big huge bridal dresses and I thought how are you going to top this on your wedding day you know I mean they just go so overboard and then you know I've noticed since then that people have you know um, definitely toned it down quite considerably on, on the gowns but they also take it so seriously you know the amount of money they spend on the hair and the makeup and then this and that to be absolutely perfect you would think it is a wedding day and not a grad day and I think if they did lighten up and had a little more fun with it and um you know, be youthful about it. You know, I think um, we'll probably be an awful lot better. Well, the dry grads are—they're uh, not too formal. I see for most of the most of the events, the kids come in all dressed up, all, and then the first thing they do is they have change rooms for them. They get, they get into their t-shirts and their shorts or their uh, sweatpants. So for the rest of the night, uh, they're in comfortable clothes. But the hardest part of it is trying to get the girls to keep smiling. Because all they've been doing all day long is smiling for the camera. Yeah. Now they sit down in front of me and I say, oh, can you give me a smile and can you hold it for three minutes? <laughs> <laughs> and they, just, they don't have the energy left. They right. They don't have the energy left. So a lot of times I ask them for a quick smile or I say a joke to try and get a smile. And uh, I sort of uh, take a picture in my mind of what that smile looked like because I'm going to lose it in 10 seconds. Uh-huh. Uh, Yes, well, the grads have definitely changed since my kids were there because they certainly didn't go and change into comfies. They did shoes, you know. They took the shoes to get into the flats to dance with, but uh, no, they didn't go and change and become comfortable. So uh, that's this, this is after the ceremony, so it's uh, they're formal all the way up until the time they get to see me. Right. And then, the, and then it's relaxed time, um, and you know, again, it's a mark. I mean, you've you've got school grad, you've got college grad, and again, I think it's a, you know, it's it's marking a time period in your life that is, I think, kind of just reflects differently than a, a regular photograph would do. Now, you do uh, new project launches. That kind of sounds like uh, fun. Yes, um, uh, it's uh, a great way for a trade show or a product launch. If you want to bring people to your booth or uh, bring um, interest to your product, you have a digital character artist at your booth and uh, people line up and the only thing they have to do is sit there and look at your stuff and listen to your pitch. It's so beneficial uh, at trade shows to have a character you want people to come and see what you offer. 
Yeah, and it's not one I would have thought of. But yes, I mean, again, it kind of, it takes, I think, away the sales pitching type of thing mm-hmm. and more of an informational um booth where you know obviously you want people to buy but if you're coming across with something that's more information and allowing the person to choose to buy as opposed to the pitching i could imagine this kind of softens that up a great deal oh definitely definitely i had uh, a, a wedding company they wanted to start an online service for wedding planning and uh, so they hired me to draw digital characters to draw people to their booth so if they signed up for their online service, or at least signed up to register uh, to see if they're interested in it, that they would get a caricature. But what happened was um, they thought that uh, they were booking a caricature artist. So people went up there, instead of thinking that it was an online wedding service, they thought, oh, are you offering the caricature service at the wedding? <laughs> So it was it was great it was great advertisement for me, but I was there to bring people to their booth. But the thing is, is they got the conversation started, so they could explain why they were there. Right. And they had um, hundreds of people sign up for them that day. Excellent. Um, but but uh, it definitely um, people like it when they see it, and they're interested in it. And I think it brings out the kid in them actually. Now, I see that you do reunions, um, you know, and can you kind of put, you know, groups together, you know, that uh, the captain, sport captain with his, you know, team, can you do group caricature or is that just too hard to do at a, at, at a something like that? Oh, at a live event, um, I can, you know, within reason, I can put as many together in one drawing as as, uh, as I can. It's uh, There's no limit to it. Everything's digital. Everything can be resized. So I draw the original character for one person quite large. Then once I complete it, it's a same part of that um, digital file, and it's an object, and I can make it smaller or bigger. So I can fit a multitude of people on the page. And the difference between digital and traditional is if I was doing it traditionally, it would be more difficult to do it. I could do it, but then there would only be one copy. When I do it digitally, if there's 10 people in the drawing, if there's six people in the drawing, I can print up six or 10 copies of it right on the spot. Right. Yeah, and I, and I can imagine that, you know, for, I mean, not, you know, just school reunions, but even, you know, people who are, um, you know, out there, the bowling, yeah, you know, um, I've gone dried up on sports here, you know, um, You've, you know, my son plays hockey, you know, uh, getting a caricature of the team at the end of the year, you know, oh, uh, you know, that's all of these more... things fun, you know. Oh, yes. That, and that's more I get a lot of that through commissions, not really at live events, but more through commissions where people email me and ask me to do a group drawing. And then they provide the photographs of everybody. And then uh, I create the drawing and then I send it off to them. And then, then that's when their creativity starts and they want all these changes and additions. And I allow for that in my pricing. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's uh, great. It's, there's no limit to what you can do, how many people you can have in a drawing and what you can use the drawing for. Or how many copies it can be made from, which is also great. Or how many copies can be made. Right now I'm doing uh, cartoon drawings, black and white cartoon drawings for uh, building maintenance blocks. It's uh, it's just adds so much more to what most people would think would be a boring thing. Yeah, exactly. So corporate conferences, I mean, they're generally kind of rather stuffy. Um, You know, what have they got you doing there? Oh, it's, uh, it's, 
I, I did one uh, a few months back at the Bayshore for a, a corporate event. I, I won't say the company, but um, and I was hired to draw there. But I was hired to draw traditional pen-on-paper caricatures, and uh, which is nice. I don't get to do that very often. And uh, it was basically a sports thing. So they wanted me to draw each person with a, a sports thing. Um, and they had all these activities set up all around uh, the uh, conference room, which is huge. And, uh, you know, different... Um, digital versions of fishing and hunting and, uh, you know, sports car racing and stuff like that. And then you got the big air balloon things where uh, they were fighting and stuff like that. So it was all important. And um, so they just hire me to do something within the theme of the event, whether it's digital or whether it's traditional. But you do have one thing wrong, though. Most corporate events that I went to are not, are, are less than are so far from stuffy it's unbelievable they are the most fun events that, that i work at oh well, definitely it's different to the, like some of the ones i've just, been <laughs> it's like people are just uh, you know letting go right they're 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 not worrying about work they're not worrying about anything they're just there to have a great time um and uh, it's uh, lots of fun uh, they're actually uh, my favorite um type of uh, events more so than the corporate holiday parties um, the Christmas parties are lots of fun, yeah, because uh, I, I just finished off a couple this weekend. Uh, the fun thing about those is that uh, once people start having a few drinks, um, they get uh, a little funny, and I get a little funny, and I'm allowed to do a little bit more of a risque-style drawing sometimes. <laughs> Which, uh, you know, like a man cooking uh, for his wife naked or... Well, not quite naked. He's still got an apron on. Right. You get the gist of it, right? She's yes. sitting there with a glass of wine. He's cooking for her, or the man's bringing his wife wine, and all he's got is two glasses of wine and a towel covering up his privates, and she's in the bathtub waiting for him to bring her wine and stuff like that, right? It's, right. It's lots of fun. Yes, it kind of keeps, yeah. keeps the humor alive. What about, you know, like babies and children? I mean, do you, you've done birthday parties and things like this, but do you find, you know, kids are harder to do just because you can't get them to be still enough for any length of time? Uh, yes, that's one thing. Um, babies are really difficult. So basically, other times you sort of just have to try and get a picture of them quickly in your mind and draw the baby, but sometimes it comes out looking quite generic because uh, the babies won't stay still. Uh, the younger children are pretty good. Once, uh, once they figure out you're not a monster... And uh, you're not yeah. there to hurt them. You know, they, a lot of them are fairly shy, and they don't want to talk to you. And they start crying. And they cuddle up to their mother, and it's hard. Uh, but uh, for the most part, uh, uh, kids are a lot of fun to draw. I would imagine that would be a lot of fun, like with Santa, instead of the old, you, know, you know, sitting on Santa's knee, looking bored. You know, um, having a caricature of that it would be fun. Maybe for mm-hmm. the adults, maybe not so much for the kids. <laughs> I think it would be fun. Um, do you find that kids kind of kind of get drawn to that drawing of that or are they kind of a little, you know, what is this? Uh, no, I think um, it's uh, kids are just love it. Whenever I've done a few weddings and uh, it's uh, I'll use the Indian weddings I do, for example. Uh, there's lots of children at uh, the Indian weddings and, um, and great food too. But yes. lots of kids there. They bring all their kids and there's like whenever I do a drawing there's like 20 kids just surrounding me, just watching what I do in total awe of the technology I'm using. Uh-huh. 
and uh, a lot of times people say, stop crowding them, stop crowding them. But I say, oh, no, just let them crowd around me. It's lots of fun. And they ask questions, um, and they're, for the most part, uh, very respectful. They don't try and touch things and stuff like that. They're just fascinated. They just want to watch. And then, you know, when I, when I do drawings at events, it's one of my rules is you can't look at the drawing while I'm doing it. So I try to have the projector or the TV facing away from the uh, people so they can't look at it. And it's hard for sometimes for people to not sort of get up and take a look at the drawing as you're doing it. Um, but I make it a strict rule. No, you sit over there, and if you try to look at your drawing, I'll make you hideous looking. <laughs> but uh, for the kids, once I have them drawn their basic black uh, outline of their face and all their details in it, I'm just going to get into the body and the colorization drawing. I will say, come on over here and watch what I'm doing. And then I will, you know, involve them, say, hey, you want to, what color shirt do you want? Do you want this here? Do you want that there? So, you know, it makes it a little bit more fun for them because it is hard for kids to sit there for the five and a half to six minutes it takes to draw one of these things. Well, you know, I don't know if you watch the show Master Chef Kids. Um, no, no. Oh, it's, it's, you know, these kids are anything from 8 to 13, and the food that they're putting out is better than m- most adults that have ever been on any cooking shows have done. I mean, it's extraordinary, it's extraordinary, their talents, and their expressions, and their goofiness, and, you know, just, you know, they have to stand on stools to cook, and, you know, can't like, carry half the stuff that they have to do, and it's just so wonderful, because they're so animated, you know, and it's just so wonderful. Apart from the fact they're brilliant, but just to watch them and you know, capturing kids' expressions, I think is just wonderful to do because they look at that's not me, and everybody loves. Yes, it is. You pull a face like that, and I think it can be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yes, they certainly are expressive, and uh, you know I think that's something that perhaps is a good reminder to kind of keep that expression alive in our lives. So. A fun thing to do. So if somebody, um, you know, also isn't around locally and can't book you for an event, but, you know, wants you to do something, they can send you a picture of what the, what they want. And then you can just go back and forth with them through either email or Skype or whatever. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah, a lot of my orders are um, from people outside of the Lower Mainland. Um, I've done... Uh, artwork for people in uh, Ohio, uh, New Orleans, uh, Toronto, um, all over the place. And it's basically done over email, and it's uh, sent digitally, or I courier or mail the uh, drawings off to them if they want uh, a printed version also. And, uh, and the payment is uh, online. It's uh, like through PayPal, through your credit card, um, through electronic transfers, and so everything's done online. It's, uh, everything's so made simple. easy. Yeah, everything's made easy. You know, I was just thinking about, you know, like things like Facebook and all of these things. You know, some people don't feel comfortable putting a picture out on them. But, you know, I, I can imagine that it would be kind of rather neat to have a few caricatures of you, of yourself, you know, maybe a business one, maybe a fun one, and have those as your identity. Um it, because I think that would actually kind of be fun, where you're having a little bit of yourself, but not the complete picture of you. I think mm-hmm. you know. I think in today's world, where a lot of people feel I don't want to be exposed, this is a way of having you out there without having you out there. Uh, do you get those type of um, things? Oh yes, yeah. Um, avatars. Yes. Basically. People call them avatars a lot for their online presence. I've I've done uh, 
stuff for Facebook, for Twitter, for uh, LinkedIn. And uh, I've also done stuff for um, people in the business world for their uh, Outlook email uh, pictures because uh, a lot of the uh, new Outlook programs for email within uh, the company's internet uh, has a picture, a profile picture, uh, the ability to add a profile picture. And sometimes when you take a stuffy uh, business email and throw a caricature on there, it sort of lightens it. Yes. Yes, um, one of my um, hosts, uh, Jenny Garrett, who um, is just way too busy now to be a host, uh, she's out of the UK. She has a whole load of her caricatures, you know, running to a meeting or enjoying a glass of wine or doing this or doing that, and kind of she posts them up with a comment that she's making at the time. And it's fun. It's always fun to look. And, you know, and it, you know, sometimes you don't pay attention to a picture. I mean, the amount of people that take selfies and it's, you know, another 24 pictures of them with this pose and that pose can be rather kind of, you know, again, whereas if a caricature type thing, I'm on the dash to another meeting or I'm doing this, I'm doing that, is, I think, more fun for us to look at. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. It it adds a bit of uh, personality and, uh, um, Takes, takes, uh, I don't know, it's hard to explain really, but it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Kind of take the mickey out of yourself, you know, it just yeah. lighten, lighten yourself, stop taking yourself so seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, it also, I think for people who do use a lot of social media or anything else, it's just kind of fun to look at because you can have a little giggle. And, you know, a little giggle in the day is always something that's really, really good to lighten up your day. Um, so if you can get those giggles coming from, any avenue, I think it's a good idea to do. Um, how about the dating scene? Do you, because um, I can imagine, um, you know, this for dating, uh, when somebody wants to get to know somebody before a picture is exposed or whatever, having an avatar of themselves. Um, I mean, uh, I'm trying to see how this would fit in with the dating. But, you know, I would prefer people to know who I am before they know much. So I could just see this as an avatar thing being rather fun where you're getting to know each other uh, without really truly knowing how one looks. So it's rather like you've got the uh, the voice. They hear the voice before they turn around uh, so they're not being misconstrued or judging by the person's, you know, the way they look. Um, having an avatar dating thing where, you know, you have an avatar there, but now you've got to get to know the people before you see the real chair. Oh, I've never thought of it that way, but uh, it's definitely an interesting uh, way to look at it. Uh, it's just like anything else. No limi- anything else within one of no limitations. Right. Right. And, you know, perhaps this is also a great one to kind of give the boss at the end of the year. Um, has he been a general boss, a generous boss, a great mm-hmm. av- you know, picture of him? Has he been a grumpy boss? <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. And I think this is something that, you know, what do you give somebody that's got it all? Uh, I think it could be a fun thing to do. Uh, you know, everybody pitch in and give the boss something. And, uh, you know, have the boss doing his favorite thing or a few expressions of them. I think it's also something that kind of lightens up things between bosses and um, everybody else there um, where you can kind of respectfully make fun, uh, have a giggle with them. And I think it's more inviting. So don't be afraid to give one to your boss. Oh, definitely. Though I've worked for some bosses that I don't think anything would have lightened them up. 
Yeah. That's why I want to do artwork for the rest of my life, be my own boss. Exactly, exactly. But yes, oh, definitely. I get lots of uh, lots of commission requests for people doing just that. They want to, you know, a present for their boss or, or a boss getting presents for their employees and stuff like yes. that. I've just got an order for uh, one of the uh, local Starbucks. I'm going to do drawings for all their uh, employees as Christmas presents. Oh, how wonderful. What a great idea. Yeah, I won't say which one in case they're listening. Right, uh, right. (laughs) Yes, that sounds that sounds like somebody's really been appreciative, which is really great, and it will be something that will stay with them for forever. As you know, what was done for them because it was out of the norm, and uh, and something that was you know specifically done instead of just another Starbucks card or a box of chocolates or something like that. Present that's going to disappear. Yes, it's, it's. you're going to see it. I mean, I've had people come up to me and show me drawings that they had done of themselves 15 years ago, and they still have them. Yes. And how many things can you say that you have still have that you had 15 years ago? I mean, this is the reason you know I commissioned you to do my kids, um, because it's something they have up on their wall year after year, and it doesn't matter how much they change or what else comes into their life. It captures, you know, that time period in fun um more than a picture because a picture they may take down to go and put up a new picture you know this is kind of timeless and Mm -hmm. that's how i want it to be so i've got them framed and i can't wait to give them to them for christmas and they're not allowed to hear this show until then (laughs) (laughs) but uh, i can't wait to hear what their reaction oh no no definitely um it's um i mean especially my son and his puppies the way you've captured the puppies it's just perfect and and you know you've you've really captured them. I've I've shown them to a few people, and they're really saying, "Gosh, that's that's really them." So even though it's the the caricature of them, you've really caught their personality and their essence of who they are. And I think that's what's really neat. Um, so we don't lose them. I think that's what people maybe think that you know when you have a cartoon drawing done of yourself, that it's it's losing who you are. I think it's just. Um, kind of bringing more fun into who you are and kind of making you more timeless so it's capturing you in a totally different light oh definitely um and uh you know when you were talking about that when you're saying you're showing it to other people and stuff like that i had a smile on my face because i like hearing that oh well i mean i'm i'm thrilled with it i just can't wait for christmas to give it to them it's going to be great so i'm looking forward to that so I know that you have you're absolutely booked up for for Christmas and uh, no room to take on anybody at the moment. But uh, but because of that, you have a promesh, a special promotion for my listeners right now. Oh yes, yeah. I am. Uh, I've officially cut off all uh, Christmas commissions, and uh, I don't have any parties for. So yeah, I'm really busy. But uh, if anyone wants to book something, an event with me. Um, or uh, commission a drawing and uh, want to book that before the end of the year, before January 1st, um, I will offer to a discount. Excellent. That's a wonderful discount. Thank you. So you you don't have to obviously get it done this year. You won't be able to do it anyway. But if you want to book something um, for the new year, uh, make sure that you do get hold of him beforehand. And how do they get hold of you, Daryl? Uh, they can go to my web, which is caricatoons.ca, uh, uh, and I'll spell that out, C-A-R-I-C-A, 
T-O-O-N-S dot C-A. And uh, on the contact page, there is um, my email address and my phone number. Or if you just want to jot down my phone number, it's 778-998-1501. And uh, so when people contact me for this discount, what should they say? I heard it on Sarah's PLV Radio. Yep. The PLV Radio and Positive Living Vibrations. If they just put PLV Radio uh, in their email to you, then you'll know it comes from the show. That sounds like a plan. Well, this is absolutely wonderful. Keep up great work. You know, any time we can bring a smile to people's faces, uh, create a great memory, share something that just lifts up everybody's good vibrations is always a good thing in my eyes and when i saw you i think it was on linkedin i thought i've got to have you on love what you're doing this is art week and i'm so happy to see you know i'm so happy that i got commissioned you to do this as well for my kids because i can't wait to see uh, you know how they're going to like it and uh, i think this is just a great idea a really great idea and a, a really you know, so that it's unlimitedness as to how far it can go. So I wish you a great uh, future. And uh, folks, this is a, a really special offer, 25%. That's a really generous deal. So please make sure that you get in before the 31st of December um, and just touch bases with him and just say, when you're ready to get back to me, this is my email. I want to commission you. And I heard you on PLV radio. And then he will know to honor the discount. So thank you so much, Daryl. Thank you. And have Thank a wonderful you. Christmas. I hope you do manage to get some time off in there. And, uh, you know, see what turkey looks like. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a great Christmas too, sir. I will do. And thank you so, so much. So, folks, the moral of the story is, is that if you've got a dream and uh, whether you've got responsibilities or not do not forget that dream because it can be everything you want it to be just pursue it allow it to go allow it to flow because you never know until the next time